the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. We're recording today's show, so I will try not to give the phone number out, as I do. You'll never do it. I don't think I will either. I always give the phone number out, even when we're not doing it. <laughs> uh, that's because you've done this for 20-some years. Yeah, and uh, that's my crutch, is doing the phone number. But Millburgers is closed today, but they want to make sure that you and your family are wished a very... Happy Easter holiday. Hope you're having a wonderful day. And uh, we're just going to give you some good information. So you don't have to call in. You just get to just sit back and enjoy the show. Who's what, coming? What are we going to talk uh, about? Oh, you, you, you're, you're going to be here. Who's coming? To what? To do the show? <laughs> with the, with the interesting night. information? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, the, you got uh, David Rodriguez scheduled? Yeah. David's gonna, I think David's going to show up anytime now <laughs> at the nursery. Well, okay. but with this, this heat we've had. And, yeah. And the uh, all that rain we've had, yeah. uh, a lot of things are are developing. Uh, you know, if, if you looked at it two weeks ago, it's quite a different landscape than it is now. Are you uh, now? Did you get much rain? I saw Forrest posted on Facebook that in Hollywood Park he got a little more than an inch of rain. I got uh, well. The airport got four tenths. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I was surprised, but Forest, a uh, little north, and then there were some showers yesterday. We're recording this on Wednesday. There were some showers yesterday, but I don't know how strong they were, how much. They were, well, in my in my yard, they weren't very, they were noisy and oh, okay. strong for a real short time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Milton, did you, you saw the email from Dennis, right? Yeah, Dennis, uh-huh. is, Dennis is kind of a downer. <laughs> Dennis, uh, our top not uh, researcher uh, from from Austin, and he said he writes Milton. Oh, he writes us all. Yeah, but he he says Milton, quit watering your plants. Uh Explanation mark. Yeah, they got the drought is over. Wow, Dennis is declaring it over. Yeah, you almost almost, (laughs) and he capitalized and uh, highlighted almost. Got two tenths of rain that Jerry always talks about. Yeah, I think I think the weather is is <laughs> listening to what you have to say, and then contrary to Dennis's proclamation, though yes. we're now in stage two. We're, yeah, it started today, Wednesday. I guess. Yeah, the, I think yeah, so. I heard yeah. that. And on, under a burn ban too. 
Oh. Because it's so not, dry and the wind. What do you dry. mean today? Today is Sunday. Well, today's Sunday. Sunday. I'm sorry, but we're, yeah. I said we were recording this on oh. Wednesday. But yes, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> it started Wednesday. started this week. Come on, man. Stay I'm with so, it. I'll try. Uh, said, I don't know. I, don't, I won't know how much is being attributed to Sunday and how much will be attributed to Monday until tomorrow. But it looks like, according to. The preliminary chart below, and he says in the chart of the weather, you you got 0.19 inches. Okay, so nearly two. That's up until when? That's up until Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Well, you got four tenths of an inch Sunday night. Well, no, at the airport official. Oh, the airport, airport got four tenths. <laughs> had a total of four point um, three point nine inches at some some point in. Yeah, in that same period that uh, Dennis was talking about, but uh, things <laughs> like well, things have started to bloom. The larkspur, oh uh, really? And the uh, poppies, and of course blue curls. The the plants that are up, uh, I can't quite understand. They're about four feet tall and covered with blooms, but they're not. They're, my yard is usually covered with the, the plants all over, but mm-hmm. they're not. It's kind of yeah. like the blue bonnets and the yeah, li- limited. Yeah. Booms. Well, I went by uh, uh, the botanical garden where we've got some, we got the reds planted over there for your seed. And we, we also have, uh, had Greg's uh, maroon uh, poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, the poppies bloom after the uh, blue bonnets. Oh, okay. So, My uh, poppies are blooming now. Yeah, well, there there were about five or six poppy blooms left, but uh, the rest of them had uh, already had had shed their petals. Oh. Now th- that's an indication if you save your bluebonnet seed or your poppy seed, uh, it's with all this dry weather and dry winds. Those seeds are going to mature a lot faster this year than they have in the past. And they don't have that plant, big plant, that uh, our range usually provide. So uh, you're going to have to watch them close. You watch the seed close. For the poppies? Get it. Well, both. Get it collected before. Oh, oh, I didn't understand what he meant. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, But the the poppies, now they got that big pod on top. And, uh, of course... You wait till that turns. That pod turns either uh, yellow or brown is best. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it turns brown on the poppies, and when it turns brown, go out there with scissors or clippers or whatever to take the pot off, the brown pot off, because the top of the poppy pod is open. Okay. And those seeds are very small, so if you go in there just trying to break them off or pull them off, you'll scatter the, the oh. other seed. So it's best to cut them off and just cut cut the brown ones off and put them in a, I don't know, so, uh, I say paper sack, but uh, the, a lot of times that seed is so small it gets in the crevices of the bottom of the paper. Oh, really? Paper I was thinking, you know, when I... Like a, a Dunkin' Donut sack that's got a little tighter seals than a brown. Oh, does it? Okay, I'm, th- I'm thinking it does. Yeah, I should. I should. I have Dunkin' Donut every morning, <laughs> so I should remember. But I, okay. I think it's uh, 
that might work a little better. Of course, it's uh, it is a little uh, waxier. I don't yeah, know. yeah. We receive won't yeah. stick to that yeah. like so, we do on the cutter. Uh, Coreopsis are blooming in some areas. Uh, not a lot of them, but uh, yeah. they're they're blooming. So could you bring us a Dunkin' Donut bag? I, I probably could if I remember. <laughs> Can it be a clear bag? Could it be like a Ziploc bag? Oh, or? yeah. Oh, well. It could be a Ziploc bag. Okay. But uh, we always say. I'll bring you a Ziploc bag. We, uh, we all say, we say always, put them in a paper sack. Why? I don't, I don't know. We've always said that blue bonnets and everything. Else. I kind of assumed it was a combination of the fact that they would pop in the sack, but also well, because well. it was dark, the sack <laughs> blocked light. I thought maybe that was something. No. Well, part of it was back when we started doing that, those plastic sacks were not as easy easy yeah. to obtain. Yeah. I never. Oh, and then the other oh, thing, yeah. yeah, the moisture. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. Uh, that didn't encourage all that moisture like a plastic sack. Just doesn't evaporate, I yeah. guess. I never forget when I started doing the blue bonnets out. I always had, like Milton. I had some good ideas, you know, that I tur what? turned out to be ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> I tur I used to. I said, well, I, I was harvesting the uh, blue bonnet side of the Verstraten farm at the Verstraten farm. So I and they got a little barn out there, a cover for the for the blue bonnet. So I said, I'll put them in a burlap set bag. Just put the Flats in there, and let them pop in there, and and put them in that barn. Did they come up in the barn? No. Oh. <laughs> what happened was the barn flooded. Came in there on the ground and got those burlap sacks uh, wet, and I lost all that seed. Hmm. We always lose our most precious seed to our stupid ideas. <laughs> like the time John, I encouraged John Fannick to put the uh, the ladybird lavender uh, blue bonnet, not a ladybird lavender, uh, Barbara Bush. I got, got my parties confused there. But anyway, the Barbara Bush uh, blue bonnets and, and uh, use a uh, shredder, use a uh, a shredder to put put the seed through, and you wouldn't have to go. Made a good oatmeal. <laughs> they did, and and John said, "You think we ought to? Are you sure we ought to do that? You know, you're real calm and hum humble, humble." And I said, "John, a blue bottle seeds like pea gravel." I said, "Where are you going to run them through that deal and the?" Seed will come out one end, and the fries will come out the other. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> the seed and the fries came out together, <laughs> and the blue bonnet seed was ground up, like Calvin says, uh, like it, like a meal, meal or whatever. Oopsie, Dave! That must have your heart must have sunk at that point. Oh yeah, because that was the, the only seed we had of that color at that time. Mm. And, and uh, John walked away, mm -hmm. and I walked away without saying a word to each other because we had messed up bad. Yeah. Oh, I had messed up bad. I blame you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, hey, speaking of blue bonnets, careful. was the little rain enough to uh, 
maybe encourage them to uh no so um this is uh you know the the good thing about facebook is it saves memories the bad part is it reminds you of what was this is from uh 2015 this day in 2015 it's kind of a little bit of a uh better oh, better situation than we have now with the uh the blue bonnets and the i don't know what the, what are the yellow ones Almost looks like I, I didn't look. Cora looks like Coryopsis. Yeah, that's Coryopsis. Oh, I think I took this at by Millburgers. I think that's sixteen oh four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, but the good news for our listeners, uh, I went out and uh, took pictures when they were in their full full beauty uh, out at uh, Verstraten. Back, back before they became extinct. Huh? Right, <laughs> and. Uh, so I took some great pictures of them, and uh, I'm going to try to get my webmaster to put them on the Internet. Oh, uh, good. On Plant Answers. Uh, I've already got some on Plant Answers, not uh, this year, but uh, past years. And uh, we're going to add these to it, too. So uh, it'll always, they'll rotate through the front page of plantanswers.com. Well, you know, the... Things that are blooming, the snapdragons are uh, those those that survived. It's, it's funny because the snapdragons, you know, traditionally have that pause, mm-hmm. and then they come back gangbusters. Well, this year, the plants that did come back are looking good, and the blooms on there. But it's just like our our wildflowers. There's not very many yeah. plants that have come yeah. back. What was it Evelyn said that uh, she was, uh, last week she said that she had her VIPs, her Laura Bush were doing great, but she said her snapdragons, is that what she had too? Yeah, she she was faced with uh, snapdragons being a little slower than she expected, slower than in a normal year. Zinnias are blooming, guys. Yeah, zinnias. Excited about that. I don't think we've talked about zinnias before. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, the dreamland zinnias. Remember, Trace came up. Last weekend, yeah, <laughs> and uh, t- it took Calvin's place uh, talking about zinnias because yeah. they're on sale. They were on sale last week, so I don't know if they're on. Were sale there any? My, uh, oh, my begonias. Were there any of the whoppers? Were whoppers there? So far, I didn't see any whoppers. We hadn't seen any. No, not yet. We'll have to yeah, see if this so week there were zinnias. And but uh, Trace had a bunch of stuff coming in this week. Some new stuff. Uh, yeah. So maybe we had had that regular uh, begonias. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of good choices in that. Yeah, different colored foliage and different colored blooms. A lot of milkweed. Uh, there's, right there. there's a lot of milkweed, the tropical. It's all it? tropical? I yeah. think so. Is that right? Oh, and Jerry's going to yes. get all upset about the microbes. Yeah, I asked Trace, did he check them for microbes? And I think Trace said something like this. <sighs> <laughs> what about uh, our, our porterweed? Any porterweed coming? Oh, in? I don't know. We didn't talk about porterweed. The, I don't, red, the I, red ones? Uh, he, no, I don't think so. But uh, I, because I, yeah, surely he would have mentioned it if there yeah, were yeah, new yeah. But uh, I, I, I had a beautiful uh, bougainvillea. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, he got all kinds of and some terrific roses too. Yeah. So yeah, I imagine they still have those at the nursery. As I was walking out uh, last week, there was a person had <laughs> had the prettiest yellow one, a really pretty yellow one. Oh, bougainvillea? No. Rose? rose. Oh. And so <laughs> prettier than grandma? Uh it was just as good as grandma's. Huh. So uh I as I was walking out I just had to 
I was looking for a tag to see what it was. And I was afraid the guy was going to beat me up, you know. I, I mean, I was looking, that happens to you a lot. looking at all sides of the rose pot and everything, but I never did see a label. But it was pretty. It had a tight bud on it. Huh. And um, so they, but they're not going to have Grandma's Yellow. I, prob- I don't think they have going to have it. And they're not going to have Belinda's Dream, which are two of our favorites. Yeah. But uh, let's see, who was it we were talking to about uh, Miss Dudley Cross? That was Mark. The Thornless one. Yeah, that was Mark. You were Cruz. And and he also talked about, uh, we also talked about uh, Lady Banks Road. Oh, yeah, that's Blooming. I'm stirring my, yeah. my, my, uh, I got that white one that goes up into the mesquite and the oak tree and blooms up there. Oh, you got a white one, huh? White one and a yellow one. The yellow one is uh, the, uh-huh. the, the typical shape, uh, and it's over in the sun. Yeah. But the uh, the, oh. the white one is uh, managed to survive and bloom, <laughs> and it's up there about thirty feet into oh, into yeah. those uh, yeah. big big shade trees. The yellow, I think, is more common. Do you remember why you got your white? That that white got there before I did. Oh, did it really? Yeah, the house, yeah, and the yellow got there before I did. Okay, so uh-huh. um, uh, you 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 might want to ask the roses where where <laughs> I came from or something. Yeah, yeah that that uh, white's kind of rare, but uh, we talked we talked about uh, uh, how difficult they are to root. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lady Bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's strange because they're a rose. Yeah. It's thornless, and it looks like it. I've, I've, I've found that you what it looks like uh, doesn't necessarily how well it roots. Yeah, what does it? Uh, I was trying to remember. I, it took me the longest time to get comfortable ide- identifying Lady Banks Rose. I was now I can't even remember what. It, what I well, we'll, fit, we'll tell you more about what it looks like in a sec. We gotta take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to a recorded version of Millburgers Garden in South Texas. We are recording today, so we're not live at Millburgers. We'll be back in a moment. Right here on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. All right, don't give us a call. Uh, <laughs> you, you can call uh, Al no, if you want what to. What number do they not call? Do man? not call 210-308-8867. 210 had a lot of people confused. Uh, no. well, I say You didn't say that very distinctly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, it'll be special, especially frustrating uh, if they did. can hear it for the first uh, time. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's a, t- a day you can't call. There you go. Yeah, so don't call us. Or you can call Al and wish him a happy Easter <laughs> if you want. That would be nice. Uh, but, yeah, so Lady Banks, you were, uh, yeah. we were discussing that. And where, were, where did we leave off? We were trying to figure. I was trying to, uh, the, they really don't have much for thorns either, those two roses. They don't have any thorns. Yeah, okay. Because uh-uh. I was uh, uh, have to walk through them quite a bit, and I don't remember. <laughs> you get tangled in them. Oh yeah, but I don't remember. Is that up with your uh, other wonderful vine that you have? Over oh there? yeah, the cat's claw. Is that where your well? No, it's, it's by the. Uh, there's um, <laughs> one of what, what what is that one we have the, the cat's claw? Oh yeah, well the cat's claw is everywhere. But, oh. <laughs> but I I thought you were talking about the uh, uh, the. 
Gosh, what's the vine with the trumpet trumpet oh, creeper? The, yeah, the, the Oriental tr yeah. trumpet oh. creeper that doesn't take over the art. It just has a really a kind of a contained shape <laughs> on the side of the fence and the house. Yeah, and it blooms spectacularly. But uh, does it got? Are you talking Chinese trumpet creeper? Yes. It's peach colored. Yeah. What? Well, that's. <laughs> The last one I know of. Hmm. Now, what happened to all those that were with Saw's <laughs> office? I imagine they died out. But uh, I took some to Tennessee, and I had them up there for the longest time. But uh, they're, they're almost impossible to root from cuttings. Well, and it was not, for some reason, it was not Judy's favorite. She kept, well, I think where it was, and it blocked the view and everything. And, uh, hmm. She kept telling me, well, just cut that out of there now. <laughs> Not a chance. That's a rare plant. Yeah, now the booms are spectacular. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was John Fanick's favorite plant. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> Did we get any more reports now? We're, again, it is Wednesday, so it's only been a couple of days. Are we still on track for the uh, Rio Grande Gold yeah, and the pink, yeah. uh, the, maybe the pink Laura Bush? Yeah, I checked them this last week. It says, does that mean that we've switched to vegetables? <laughs> What's that? Oh, we can still keep. Oh, no, no, no. This we've switched to yes, vegetables. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, because I was wondering if there were there new tomatoes there last weekend. A few, but yeah, the. Uh, well, may, you mean I'm going to be have to be satisfied with my BHN 968s and celebrities? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, you be, you better be. Uh, I went over there uh, this last Wednesday. Uh, to get some plant material to send to Greg Grant. Um, uh, Jeremy's going up in that country. And so uh, the problem was, the problem was I wanted to, his wife loves cherry tomatoes. So anybody that puts up with Greg deserves to get what they want to uh -huh. as far as their fruit. So I always send her some cherry tomatoes. Well, I wanted 968. Yeah. And I was wanting uh, Ruby some Crush. Ruby Crush. And I told told them over there, the ones that produce that, I said, I will pay you for a full flat of either one of those varieties if you have a half a flat. If you have a half a flat, I'll pay you for a full flat. Couldn't come up with it. Mm. And these are the people that produce it, so I don't think there's going to be any more of those. Now, what they did have was cherry large. Oh. <laughs> Quit it, Calvin. But I mean, they're, they're, that's they're, they're all right. They're productive, have. but they're, the taste is not in the in, in the same league as those two, uh, VHN 968 uh, so. or Ruby Crush. And But they didn't get ty Tycoon or anything? Mm. Wow. Oh, last week? Yeah. I thought he said, I thought Mark saw Tycoon. There was? I thought Mark saw like Tycoon and Celebrity and oh, at Millburgers. Is that yeah? What yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the pro oh, producer, producer. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, they're shutting her down for the for the spring, and and you think about it, when the temperatures start to get into the 90s, that's a pretty good indication that. Uh, you better have your tomatoes in the ground growing by now. Yeah. 
It's, Gosh, it's hard the, to believe that the yeah. temperature is in the 90s. Yeah, but they, those varieties, the good news is, those varieties were chosen to produce in the heat and, and the cold, too, but we haven't had that problem in a long time. But if you don't have any tomatoes, it's tough to get them to grow there. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, uh, Millburgers, uh, uh, Trace has had a good supply of tomatoes out of it. Because he buys everything that he finds. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's still some of the good, better varieties. And I mentioned the last weekend, I said, all right. <laughs> As my old Latin teacher used to say, word to the wise is sufficient. Mm -hmm. I want to slap her when she said that. Uh. That, mean, that means that we're going to have a pop test the next day. Wow. Which I would fail oh. uh, on Latin. So anyway. Uh, but anyway, they, uh, I said, when, tra when th these are gone, when these tomatoes we're looking at in front of us are gone, there's not going to be any more of the recommended varieties available. How about the peppers? Did we get a lot of peppers? Uh, yeah, a lot of peppers. Yeah, yeah a lot of peppers. peppers. And, uh, and Trey said that he's still going to be buying tomato varieties, but not necessarily. He didn't the, know the varieties. Yeah, either. he didn't know the varieties. So I'm just saying if you want the good ones, you better get on over here and get them. Uh, the, and with citrus, too, the same is true with citrus. That citrus is moving out of there. Yeah, sure was. And I, I, every time I see somebody walk out with a with a lime, I want to go out there and say, "You know, this will freeze if you don't protect it." But he's got a lot of uh, 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 lemons. Uh, that our favorite lemon, uh, Meyer. Yeah. So. Uh, you better come on over because they're not going. He's not going to get any more. What you see on the ground out there is yeah. what he's got for the rest of the year. I don't think he's going to get any in the fall. I thought he was. He <laughs> didn't know. I, I thought he mentioned that he might get something in the might, fall. Yeah. Now, it's the supplies of plants this year have been very strange. Yeah, erratic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Millburgers is closed today for Easter. Wishing you and your family a safe and happy holiday. They'll be open again tomorrow, Monday. So if something we say, you can go to millburgernursery.com, by the way, to find out all the things that are on sale. Millburgernursery.com or upcoming events. And we do have a bunch of upcoming events. So uh, check it out. Got another blood drive coming up in May. And uh, so uh, our June, end of June. So that'll be good. So uh, you can check that out. In the meantime, we're just going to have some good gardening talk with you so you don't have to call in. You just get to sit back and enjoy listening to the show. All right. So uh, as, as, uh, you guys don't get to sit as, back and listen as to Dennis, as, as Dennis always says. What does Dennis always say? He, sits, he, he drinks so he can listen to the show. Oh, okay. Can tolerate us. Uh, and so I think, so at the end of the show, he snookered no, not I never heard him say that. I haven't heard by the end of the show he snookered. I, <laughs> I think he did joke one time that he had to, uh, that he drank a little bit of whiskey or something during the show, like a mar margarita or something. But All right. Uh, we don't advise that. 
Talking about uh, resurre resurrection today, I got a note from uh, uh, Judy Godinez, G-O-D-I-N-E-Z. I don't know. Just call her Judy. Oh, Judy. Okay. Uh, is it living here in San Antonio? Says how to encourage a freeze-damaged Texas olive. The uh, question was: I have a well-established Texas olive tree in a tiny backyard of my hometown. I mean, townhome <laughs> in San Antonio. After the February 2021 freeze, it was cut back to stubs of main branches by a professional arborist. At first, it had a little, little outgrowth all over the trunk, plus some branches that would readily break off with range of winds. I broke off the suckers, broke off all the suckers, and downward facing our weak limbs, and it was beginning to grow some sturdier branches but all froze back again to the same live areas this, or this winter. Again, there are those little green leafy sprouts uh, all over the trunk. What is the best way to encourage new branches? Should I snap all those sucker growths that are covering the trunk, or do I gather and supply nutrients to, for the main trunk? I wouldn't be I wouldn't be taking any more leaves off of that. No, I wouldn't touch it. Should I break all the more promising and appropriately placed new branch branch growth? Just let the poor thing produce yeah. as much leaf as it can this year. Yeah, uh, my my uh, citrus did the same thing. Looks like the same thing. The citrus that I hope comes back as Okitsu. It's it's got a main trunk up to the over the roof, and it's got uh, sprouts up and down that big trunk, but not any limbs, and so I'm just leaving it alone. Yeah, that's it's I, been a, this has I, been a tough two years for yeah sensitive plants. My uh, Mexican olives, I noticed uh, the other day, is finally. Putting some more foliage on after mm -hmm. the same pattern she talked about. <laughs> so I'm I guess she, I guess she's talking about. She says Texas olive tree. Well, I was thinking she was talking about the uh, kind of wishful you. thinking olives. You know the oh the people that planted them. You mean yeah. that she could have been? T she could be talking about Mexican I, olive too. I I just assumed she was. Yeah, because that that is the pattern that a lot of them have. I've been subjected to for the last yeah. two years. Because she's, she's talking about only one that she planted. And I bet that's the same one yeah. that's around the Alamo and whatever. Yeah, I bet it froze out. Don't, I mean, don't pull any more leaves off. Just let the poor well, thing go. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I want to go into my conversation with what I've noticed. We've got about a minute before we have to take a break. So let me take a, take a break real quick, and then I'll ask you about that same thing because I'm noticing that when they came and did the brush pickup and then people come and they cut the oaks and they leave, you know, the skeleton, 
with no leaves, no anything. But anyway, I'll tell you about that in a second. We're going to take a break. I can hardly wait, Milton. I know. It's going to be just a second. It's going to be exciting. It is. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening (laughs) South Texas. Uh, We're broadcasting on Easter Sunday, and that means the nursery's closed, and we're recorded today. Uh, If you want to call Al at the station and wish him a happy Easter, 210-308-8867. You're welcome to do that. Uh, But in other words, uh, just uh, hang tight. We'll talk about more uh, stuff coming up in just a moment. And to find out what's going on uh, at Millburgers, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. We've got more coming up in just a moment. I'm Milton Glick with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. This is Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. That's the day my world will end. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Again, the show recorded today, so uh, we uh, want to uh, encourage you just to sit back and enjoy and listen to the show because the nursery is closed today, but it's open again tomorrow, so you can come by and visit with Millburgers, and they want to wish you and your family a very safe and happy Easter. Uh, so, uh, okay, so let me tell you about my exciting yeah. thing. Tell us, tell us. Okay, so Quick. Uh, I can show you pictures, too, because I took pictures and showed to Mark, and he just cried. Uh, but when they um, <laughs> when they come by and it happens when they do brush pickup, yeah, a lot of different uh, companies come by and they trim trees for people. Oh yeah, and they just cut. So yeah. no limbs, no. So it's basically a stump and these limbs that have been cut off that are maybe two to three feet long. Mm-hmm. I'll have to show you, uh, but look horrible. Well, now some of them are doing nothing. And some of them are coming back the way you described, mm. which is green all over them. What is that green? Are those going to be limbs someday? Uh, what do you mean green all over them? They've got the <laughs> green little fuzzy things sprouting up sprouts. from the... She's talking about <coughs> yeah. Oh, but you, from the you, limbs know, are... they're, they're, you know, a lot of uh, trees are uh, blooming. No, well, these aren't blooming. These were okay. so cut up. Yeah, these yeah. these oaks are not blooming. They're, there's no power. they're oaks. I believe so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, again, just let those go. <coughs> and uh, What will I, they become? I, I think they'll become <coughs> limbs. Okay. Yeah, little, little oaks little are limbs. pretty stubborn. They'll, yeah. <coughs> they'll the, force themselves. The problem with that is uh, it'll make, they'll produce limb, little limbs, but they'll blow off in the wind. They'll, oh, really? They're... They're not well attached to the main tree. Oh. And so a lot of times they'll blow off on, in a wind, and your yard be covered with them. Huh. But some, a very few, will try to make a, a new limb. But that's the problem. Huh? <laughs> you know, it, uh, once you do that, it can't, uh, can't really make a sturdy See, here's, here's the, the cuts that they did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Milton. But it's got little green fuzz around it. Yeah, Mark said that was not good. Like I said, Mark was like crying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's really devastating when that kind of pruning occurs on pecans. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of them don't survive. Wow. Oaks will generally survive, but, yeah, something like that is even would be tough on an oak. No. Garish. <laughs> yeah, Garish is a good description. So sometimes uh, they succumb to that. 
they'll they'll die back. I was wondering. But uh, a lot of times they'll just be brushy. They'll have a <coughs> yeah, I a think brushy that's, appearance. That's what they're hoping, I think. But, but no limbs. Oh, I mean, no okay. sturdy limbs. Limbs will be regenerated. The um, yeah, is that is that a way to improve the, that, the pollen yeah, count? Yeah. It's not a it's not an ash for sure, is it? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it's sure it doesn't. Look, can we look at it again? Yeah, I'll bring the picture up again. <laughs> he may be able to zoom in with his phone. Yeah, y'all can zoom in. Hold on, what do I do with it? There, yeah. There you go. What does that look like? Can you tell? To, to me, it does not look like an oak. Oh, okay. See what it may Jerry thinks when he looks at that. Look it up close, closer. Jerry. Does that look like an oak to you? I'm going to hold it closer to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That up, that this yeah. this kind of upward. The bark doesn't look uh, right. Looks either. looks looks like an ash. Yeah. No, oh, is that bad or good? Well, the ash. No. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. The the ash will have trouble surviving too, but uh, yeah, I know. I think an oak would slap you around if you did no. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an ash. So what are we doing about all this oak pollen? Can we get some oak trees that don't have pollen? <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> didn't we uh, have a? I think we had spe- a speaker about the, all you needed was oak trees <laughs> to, to, to save That's the world. right. That's right. Yeah. We did with the. Uh, Who needs those other kind of trees as long as you got oh, oaks? Oh man, so. what is? I think today's Wednesday, and the pollen count is yeah like sixteen thousand. It's <laughs> it's uh, maybe in Dennis will have to tell us what the pollen count is instead of the rain. <laughs> uh, the pollen count is higher I, than the rain. I wish the pollen was wet so we could. Uh, Use it to water the, lo- water oh. the lawns and, and back with. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, that's, you know who does my pruning, right? No, what? I know who does, and you're, no. It's the wrong day to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well. No. <laughs> I thought I thought Ron did your, uh, Rob did your pruning. No. Okay. I don't really, you know, I've got well-established oaks, and uh, basically, after you do that, uh, a lot of people cut them back to uh, open them up to let sun through for for their lawn, but uh, you do that once every, what, eight to ten years? They don't, they don't fill in real fast. I don't imagine. They're slow-growing anyway. And, uh, and I always t- t- talk, tell people, what should, what should you rather have, Sh- shade or uh, <laughs> a little bit of lawn? <laughs> That's uh, true. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, too, and I noticed this, and you, you seem to agree with it, that in yards in our neighborhood where they had the old oaks, the there was a, a certain amount of... Uh, the lawns were greener under the oaks, but the not necessarily on sh- because of shade. I know shade would affect it, yeah. but it was like the moisture or the something seemed to keep them. Yeah, there's a, you can have some years, depending on the rainfall and everything, you'll have, it'll be much, the lawn will be much nicer in the sun as long as there's plenty of rain. Yeah. If it's uh, some ha- retreat from that and then the amount of rain, then it becomes better looking in the shade so it depends on the year depends on the moisture all kinds yeah 
of uh, things. But I have come up with a brilliant idea. Are you ready for my brilliant oh, idea? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've been waiting <laughs> for 20 years for this <laughs> one brilliant idea. I have decided that if you can't beat nature, join it. So um, on the side of our house, there's a lot of oak trees. Okay. So it is thick with leaves. Mm. I mean, so I kept saying to myself, okay, I'm just going to rake them up and I'll uh, there you go. And put them in a pile. No, that's not what I'm doing. Here's my brilliant idea. Under there, there is no, no grass. There is just soil. Okay. So I'm going to pretend that's a mulched bed and I'm going to plant something that will grow in shade. And I'm going to pretend like that's I'm putting the plant in the mulch and just, you know, so digging it up, putting the plant in, and then mulching it back over or putting the leaves back over so I'm going to use them like mulch and see how that works. Well, is it, is that you, genius or no? No. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. I have to wait if, another 20 if, years. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't have some uh, contact with soil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's yeah. soil underneath the leaves. I'm going to move the leaves. So if I if I had plastic mulch, okay, I'd move the mulch aside, yeah. okay, till I got to the soil. Yeah, I dig a hole and I put the plant in and I put the mulch back. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do, but with the oak leaves that oh, are already yeah, there. Yeah, that works. Rather than rake them up, I always I, I always uh, raking up. I don't, I don't care for the where, where I'm where my root ball is only partially in soil. I kind of you and you and I, Jerry, you talk about this quite a bit. I'd rather, um, rather than f- cover it up with the mulch, make the hill with the mulch, make the hill with the soil, and then put the mulch over on top the top of okay. it. Okay, that's okay. Because that uh, yeah, it get, recovers much faster, the especially well, well-adapted uh, mm-hmm. trees for this area. Mm-hmm. Well, and nothing's growing there anymore. I mean, it's just soil. If if you rake oh. the leaves off, oh. it's been enough yeah. as, as enough years that... Everything yeah. underneath those oak uh-huh. leaves has died, which our guy would be there. Have you tried vi- uh, viburnum? No. Let me write that down. <laughs> How much sun? Doesn't need any sun. Oh, good. That'd be perfect. But uh, 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 do you want you want shrubs or you want flowers? Oh, the viburnum Plants. is shrubs, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this is yeah next to a driveway, so probably yeah. Oh, just flowers. What to you need? Is impatience? No. Oh. You're killing patients if you put them there. I thought they wanted shade. Yeah, but not like that. Okay. Uh, blue, purple heart. Oh, that's good. Laura likes that. that. Yeah, that's good. And that's something you cannot kill. I'm writing this down for folks who you are listening. You cannot kill, Milton. Oh, you'd be surprised. No. I, I won't, I won't. Now, this is Milton, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be making <laughs> statements like that. My neighbor... Uh, Planted some a couple of years ago in the front. Made a special bed out front under her old tree. Uh, the previous owner uh, just gave up on the grass and and put uh, uh, mulches on on it rather than having mm-hmm. the grass. Well, this lady has built a built a real nice raised bed. I think her son-in-law put it in. Okay, but anyway. She she uh, play, put a bunch of uh, purple heart in there, and so uh, I didn't know, I don't know that well I didn't then, and so I went over there and I said, if any one of those dies, you fire the landscaper. Just one. 
I, I, you're not going to lose a one. And so, sure enough, <laughs> she didn't lose a one. Well, they froze back oh. to the ground. Yeah. In one of the hard freezes. And I, I, she was kind of disturbed by it. I said, well, don't worry about that because they're coming back. I grew in, I had them growing in my mother's bed in Tennessee. Scared her to death because she thought they were going to take, take, take over. everything. Yeah, take over the small town. But uh, sure enough, uh, they came up too. And that's the one, that's the one that I planted under or uh, over the root ball of my established oak trees. Which mm -hmm. is where you can't dig a hole. Oh, so you just stuck them in the ground? I just threw them down on the ground. Well, I can do that. I mean, not not the plants, the 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 stems. Yeah. Just threw them down on the ground. No, I and mean, they rooted. So I know I couldn't. Fifteen do, years ago. Oh, and they're still there. Yeah. So I couldn't do seed because I'm putting the leaves over it again. Yeah, right? So that's yeah. not going to work. What about bulbs? Would a bulb push through the mulch? Well, but full shade. It's not full shade, but it's it's oh. mostly shade. Um, it's shady enough. It's like pa paper whites always say they do well in shade, but they morning sun is better for them. Yeah. Okay, well I'll just try the purple heart. And, uh, yeah, yeah, purple heart was. I may try some different stuff. <laughs> that <laughs> my, purple my, heart doesn't go real well with other stuff, though. Kind of the the be the prettiest is. Or, when it's a whole thing of purple heart. His yeah. wife likes it. Yeah, and she does. Huh? And she his wife likes it. And we 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 did some. And it blooms too. That's true. I've seen. Well, it. I We've like it. A, I like it in a solid bed. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's why I don't like. It doesn't. Is not seem compatible. It kind of declares war on other <laughs> plants if you try to plant them in rows and or uh, yeah a row of this and a row of that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it, we don't share any space. It, it's going to live. <laughs> Trace, Trace always uh, talks about when he was yeah. a wolf, uh, how that uh, it was during the drought. During the drought period, I did a TV program on, on it and, and begged people if they had that problem, if they had a purple heart or... Uh, uh, what do people call it? Uh, it's wandering Jew. Wandering Jew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to br to bring some thin their stand, just knock it down, and bring the plants, bring a, a garbage sack full of the plants cuttings. Yeah. To, to the nurseries, and they would distribute them to the to the customers. <laughs> and and uh, Trey said we had. Mountains of those those things brought in, and then, but the the reason that so people were so generous with them is because it gave them an opportunity to thin their stand. Well, and mo most people in, in San Antonio, the at that time they didn't die back. Yeah, and I think Calvin talks about the fact that you got complaints that there were now all these uh, purple hearts. Popping up where Jerry's truck had driven or something? Oh, yeah. That, our office over there, and I can't remember what the, the road was, but that's we could tell where Jerry's truck was parked. <laughs> now there was a And where, you, where we unloaded or loaded 
uh, they, <laughs> Uh, Purple Heart because the stems fell down there, yeah. and the next thing we knew, we had a full growth area of Purple Heart. <laughs> it's kind of like Purslane. Purslane kind of do the same thing, but not as readily as it's not as long lasting as Purple Heart. Oh, okay. All right, we got to take a quick break. So we're going to take a break, get you caught up with the news, and then come back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're recording live from uh, actually we're recording live from our studio because we're, we're taping this, but we'll be back in a moment. On 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer. All right, let me reset that, and there we go. All right, we're recording today's show. Yeah. Uh, the nursery's closed today, open again tomorrow. But on behalf of everybody at the nursery, hope you and your family are having a wonderful Easter holiday. Uh, you can come by Millburgers tomorrow, Monday, and it's open again. But uh, yeah. You can't uh, water today. You cannot water today. Because even though it's so dry and windy and everything, don't be watering. It gets a lot. Oh, it's Sunday. You can hand, wa- hand water. Oh, on Sunday? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, see, there you Even go. Even in stage two, you can hand water anytime. Yeah. yeah, Mark was explaining, really, the biggest difference is it's still... Um, Just got a shorter period. Shorter window, yes. Yeah. Still, yeah. still the same numbers, still the same day, but it's a shorter window. So it's it really doesn't... It doesn't seem like it would have that much of an impact if you were diligent about... Well, at four. Oh no, no, you were bringing up commercial. It's really the commercial people that are. Well, but it for, forces, you know, especially the commercial folks, or if you've got a huge area to take care of, forces you to do a lot of planning. There you go. More planning yeah. than you did with stage one, or even even day to day, non restricting watering uh, in San Antonio. It's a good idea to plan. Mm-hmm. Your water use, because cause water's a big issue with us. We don't have the best soil. <laughs> really? And so you're, you I know, don't you have don't, any soil. Yeah, so you don't have any <laughs> uh, reservoir, or you have less reservoir than was be desirable. <laughs> and sure. and so you want to, water's valuable, water's expensive too. Yeah. yeah. So you want to, uh, all of it to to work and be useful. Yeah, that kid of mine moved in with me. And he insists on taking showers. Oh. I could be using that water on my plants. Well, why don't you do this? Uh, yeah, have him shower outside? No, I didn't think about that. That's probably not going to be good. <laughs> Can't you just stop up the tub? Or does he, is, is it a shower or a tub? It's a shower in it's a tub. In the tub. So he just stops it up, he res- all that water, and then you just... Take buckets and you bring it outside. There you go. Who was the I actually Bud did that. media guy? That Bud used, Little. Bud Little yeah, did that. No, but he actually, did he bathe in the, what did he yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, he had, had buckets out there. And, uh, the, uh, and he, he bathed, I think he was outside. And, uh, of course, Bud's little, you know. Uh-huh, so, it's, so, so he says. He's so little you can't see. Yeah. No, but, I actually did that. That was, I had, I think, one of the best uh, plantings I ever had was that, we had an older home whose tub did not drain well no matter what we did. <laughs> so I'd get out of the tub, 
Uh-huh. And had a bucket in there. And while it was trying to drain, I'd scoop it out and run it outside. I'd put on something. Oh, but that's <laughs> good. Thank you, Milton. Your neighbors, thank you. Yeah. And I'd dump it on a tomato, and then I'd yeah. go get another bucket, and I'd dump it on the— Was this uh, in Louisiana? This no, this is San, like San Antonio. <laughs> so is that why you had to move, huh? Well, <laughs> yeah, then the neighbors were like, uh, either you move or we're, we're going to move <laughs> Did you. Did you put it on the bamboo? That's what I had to—no, I didn't put it on the bamboo. <laughs> that would have killed it, which would have been better. But uh, that's when I had the Mr. Lincoln Rose, yeah, and it did great in a container, yeah. and uh, yeah, because you watered it. I know. It? I thought of trying to figure out. I would have had to run through most of the house, and then I was going to say, okay, if I got like a pl- aquarium hosing, a little clear hosing, I could put it in there, kind of do a siphon thing, and then uh, let that go into the plants. Out of the tub. Does that make sense? No, you're not following it? Yeah, well, the siphon uh, I'm following it, not, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't going to work. It's hard, yeah. <laughs> it is hard. It, does, it wouldn't, because the levels would be different. Yeah. And two, because it's got to go over the thing of the tub. It, in, in theory, <laughs> it would have worked. But otherwise, yeah, the bucket the bucket worked fine. And bucket's we, good. And we didn't, even though we had hardwood floors and I was afraid that I was going to spill it or leave little drops and ruin the hardwood floors, they did not. I was very careful. So, yes, that did was your, the, Did your mother know about this milk? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. okay. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, you could do that with Jeremy. That's yeah. my suggestion. Yeah, I'll, I'll suggest that. So, is, on the, is it on the second story or the first story? And then the story? Well, next thing we'll hear is a, a report about, yeah, Jerry has crossed the line. <laughs> 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 or he'll say... Dad, uh, next time you go to the doctor, have him, yeah. have him check your uh, uh, how's middle, your father doing? capacity. I don't know. Now he's got me taking buckets of water out of the tub. <laughs> well, yes, that, so. well, that that would be uh, uh, legal for, for the saws. Oh yeah, deal right. Yeah, that, but that's re- recycle, recycling water. You could, if you still had any of Tom Harris's uh, <laughs> plans, you could throw it in a rain barrel. There you go. And then he had the motorized uh, spigot, and then you could have, mm-hmm. you could have watered out of the rain barrel. Yeah, maybe well, I'll do that. People, what's a, what's a motorized sp- a spigot? Well, not a spigot, but he had a. Tom had figured out a way to to put a pump. That's oh. the, that's what I was looking for at the yeah, end right. of his rain barrel, so he could actually. Use it with a sprinkler. Oh, yeah. He had the series, too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, anyway, that's every everybody figuring out different ways. To and it already it. has soap in it, so that's good, right? Uh, well, it's not great. No, <laughs> I thought it was good. You wouldn't choose to put soap on your plants unless... Oh, I thought it yeah. killed stuff. Well... Yeah, plants. No, <laughs> I thought it killed insects. But, I mean, uh, nowadays it's... Uh, got to have it pretty potent to okay. kill plants but it's still you, you would prefer uh <laughs> clean water if, okay. you had, if you had access to it yeah what were you well it has all those skin cells on it Isn't that nitrogen yeah kind of see I, I was all organic yeah <laughs> even back then <laughs> the uh what we used to talk about using that uh gray water you know what they call mm-hmm. it gray yeah. water uh out of the washing machine mm-hmm uh-huh. Was the uh, detergents at that time were had high phosphate in them? Yeah, they were, and, and that would uh, wipe you out real yeah. quick. So, uh, but they, I think they've taken most of those out. Yeah, and they it really didn't hurt the lawn, but some of our uh, 
other plants, perennials and some no, things yeah. were sens more sensitive to it. Yeah. But you're, you're right, as the years progressed, the, the soaps became much easier to use. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, I digress. You did good, Milton. I, I, thought, I thought it was a good idea. I've got you in my mind dip, dipping that bucket in that tub yeah. and then running, and running the out house. with my shorts on, just yeah. dumping it on, on the stuff. I would, I would have liked to have had a conversation with your mother about <laughs> that. I'm sure she didn't approve of that. I don't know. She liked the flowers and the tomatoes <laughs> that we were growing. Uh, uh, the uh, Niels Fair got a question uh, in, in March, on March 24th. What is this weed and how can I eliminate it? And he, he identifies that weed as henbit. <laughs> he says, I admit that henbit is somewhat attractive for the week or so that it's in full bloom. But as soon as it turns unsightly as spider mites and powder mildew plague its leaves, it's, it's not pretty attractive anymore. And yes, bees do like it, but there's plenty of, plenty of it in the ditches and vacant lots around town. You don't have to sacrifice your lawn to do it. It's the, a competitor with uh, blue bonnets in some yeah, places. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to bring up. Uh, it It'll overgrow. It uh, grows faster than blue bonnets do. And uh, when it grows big, big and covers them or uh, comes in contact with them, the spider mites and powder mildew that he mentions will kill blue bonnets. Uh -huh. You know what else? <laughs> One of your, your favorite weeds that is really uh, – Going to seed quickly and drying out the bed straw. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, usually we talk talk about it for six, eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. But I would, you know, going out there, and I just noticed in summer you can't hardly see it there. The yeah. They really, it really didn't take over uh, like it does when there gets enough rain. <laughs> I've been waiting several weekends to tell you about this, Captain. Uh, you remember I asked you, on the show one time, did, did uh, the birds eat the pe eat seed of the bed straw? And we were trying to think, did they not? I said, the reason I asked that is because I got bed straw coming up, up and down my chain link fence. So wh where they weren't before. Oh, little, little you're, you're thinking plants. they spread it? Yeah, it was spreading. And uh, I thought about it for a while. We never d did come to a definitive uh, no, conclusion. No, I'm not sure. I have never seen them in it. <laughs> I've seen it in the tangled in the the Westies yeah, and the yeah. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's even the ca even feral cats. <laughs> the I fi figured out that the birds did not spread the bed straw. My little dog spread it. Yeah. Because what does a dog do? Run up and down the fence. Oh. With the bed straw stuck in <laughs> So he distributed that stuff all along the fence. Not the birds. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty effective uh, <laughs> spreading weed. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway. But I'm the, you know, your uh, annual bluegrass, I've got a good crop of it in my yard. I've never, I didn't have any. My, my, uh. Rescue grass is not 
prospering as much as it would normally. It's just kind of it's it's been it looks like a little gradual replacement of the rescue grass with the annual bluegrass. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, you you uh, e- easier to, to mow. I mean. Yeah. You well, you need to let it go to seed, Captain. Well, if if I don't the seed do it, if I rare. don't mow very, very often, it there will. you go. Because you can't buy that seed, and uh, well, and Evelyn would say, "Well, why would you want to buy that seed?" Yeah. <laughs> well, it uh, that annual bluegrass is beautiful. I was very disappointed not to have any this year. But anyway, the uh, my uh, <clears throat> down in the bed below that I never water. Uh, that had a turkey cap and uh, uh, the white uh, uh, plumbago down there. It killed it. It killed it off. And finally, somebody they came over and uh, Rob came over and uh, uh, shred the the tops of it down. And we had to. Uh, there was some. Uh, uh, tree sprouts in there, like uh, uh, hackberries. Hackberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gotten pretty big because I left them in there about a year or so. And they, uh, so we, while we were cutting the stuff down, we would cut the the big hackberry stems and treat it with our uh, stump bind and cut, cut bind and stump killer. Every one of them. And uh, the I didn't know Rob did that uh, when he was there. So, uh, but he did. He treated every one of those stumps, and so I didn't know he did it. So I knew they were going to re-sprout if he didn't do it. And so uh, when I had somebody recut the stumps, and we put that, okay, they did it again. A double dose. Double wow. dose. Yeah, that's. So, that's worse than <coughs> not covering a few. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, I could have used that <laughs> labor or someplace else. But anyway, that uh, it's coming back now. It, I mean, it, it's growing daily in back in that You bed. know what else is no water. finally coming out in my air neighborhood is the Esperanza. Oh, is that right? They're finally coming up from the roots. Uh, I haven't seen uh, Firebush. The firebush is not oh, coming yeah, back yet. Oh, yeah, they're very late. Yeah. And uh, let's see. And Point Siena doesn't uh, seem to be started yet. What is our, uh, the other yellow flower bloom? Es- uh, Theralis? Yeah. Theralis. Yeah. I mean, Theralis doesn't look like it's started yet. It's uh, the, the few plants I've got. Did you cut, have you cut them down? I put that in my, uh article uh in the the tasks gardening tasks okay that, that okay yeah now is now is the time because they're 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 sprouting and uh, yeah. i think i mentioned the fact that the low flying birds are uh, <laughs> are ready for are flying higher now <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm wondering about the uh we should, milton we need to confer with the uh birds unlimited uh yeah you know, normally, I quit for feeding the birds about uh, uh, May first because usually our our n- new season is going strong. I'm a little worried about this year because of the 
uh, lack of rain and everything. Oh, there yeah. is not a huge, mm. uh, huge um, amount of, uh, as far as I can tell, natural seed production and yeah. things out there. And so, you know, some some gardeners may choose to keep feeding the birds until it becomes obvious that there are some new seed sources out there. Yeah, and right. also we need to. Usually we're having a lot of rain, so you don't have to fill up your uh, bird bath. Mm. Oh, yeah. But not this year. My bird bath dries up in well, a day. And, uh, so you could take Jeremy's water. There you go. And dump it in the bird bath. I bet so it'd work. The other thing that's happening is all the uh, the blooms off of the t- off of the trees. Oh are, yeah, are filling up those bird baths. <laughs> no, I bet they are. Yeah. Are you getting all the pollen? Uh, and the, the, I, I don't think the birds like it as much, but that may not be my that may be my imagination because they seem to get in the water whether there's leaves <laughs> in it or the uh, yeah. pollen sources. It's uh, Jeremy has started feeding the neighborhood cats. Oh man, he mm. loves cats. Uh, but uh, we all, he puts uh, cat food out there on the patio. And uh, we also put a water bowl out there. And the cats and varmints, uh, possums and stagunks and everything else, like the water almost as much as they like the food. So uh, we've got to keep that in mind on our animals, wild animals. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite often, in a lot of neighborhoods, that's the limiting factor, especially if you've got a, uh, you know, like your yard, our yard, mm-hmm. yards where the limited soil and not much of a, a water reservoir, um, and so you you're not. Then it's hard for them to find any moisture. Oh yeah. Hey, let's do this. We got to take a quick break. So you're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We're recording our show today. No bother. Uh, don't need to bother calling. But get your gardening questions ready for next week. And uh, we'll be happy to answer them and see if we can't help you uh, with those situations. Uh, in the meantime, you go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn all about all the things that are going on at the nursery. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, broadcasting from our studios today. High above. High above. Uh, the airport. Yeah. We're like four-tenths of an inch. I haven't even seen any eagles out there. In the oh, yeah. Usually we get your eagles that visit us. Or the, uh, at least the red-tailed hawks. Yeah, we got uh, the hawks must be nesting now because... Uh, We've got two that hang around my house there in Brown Station and uh, out at uh, Fair Oaks where my daughter and son-in-law live. They actually found a nest of two hawks. What kind of hawks? Do you know? I don't know. They're brown all over. Uh, they're, I think they're bigger than... Are they uh, kind of slim? Yeah. Maybe Cooper's hawks. Could, could be. Because they get, get quite... They're the ones in yeah, my yard that, that go banging up against the Martin house. And, <laughs> but you can, yeah, you can sure tell when they're in the yard because everything else is, disappears. <laughs> well, that's the way it goes. Uh, 
but anyway, uh, good news is uh, this: I've got a uh, recommendation of plants by uh, Neil Sparrow says, and he recommends for flowering vines, Carolina jessamine, sweet autumn clematis. I don't know about clematis down here. I don't think it does real well. Yeah, it's not my favorite either. <laughs> Evergreen clematis or crossvine. Yeah, oh, there's your. Oh, I like crossvine. He never. He didn't mention my uh, butterfly vine. Oh, really? Yeah, didn't mention that. I'll be darned. And uh, you even convinced me that that's a. <laughs> yeah, that's well a good the, choice. Yeah, the deer won't eat it as, and, as uh, much. Yeah, it booms. Blooms all the time. Pretty consistently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then for annuals, he recommended coleus, caladiums, elephant ear, begonias, impatience, nicotiana, and pentas, partial sun. And for perennials, he recommended ajuca, no. Uh, oxalis, no. Summer phlox. That's perennial flocks. That's John's that fennifly? That's a good yeah. one. Ours is coming back. Huh? Is it? Yeah. Good. Hostas? No. No? Not here. Uh, slugs and snails like it. Yeah. Uh, Did they go? They plant uh, hostas up there in Dallas? Yeah. Huh. They're trying to get away with it. Oh. <coughs> uh, yeah, they're a wonderful plant, but they don't, don't <laughs> last. They, uh, well, in some environments they do okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, John Vanek told me, no. He said uh, snails get them. Oh, yeah. Oh. Somebody, um. another horticulturist had recommended that we start promoting hostas. Oh. And I, of course, always ran stuff by jo- the Vanek's. And they said, no. <laughs> the, once the snails and slugs eat eat holes in the leaves, oh, then. you've got holy leaves the rest, oh. rest of the time. But interesting that the mother had them in Tennessee, in the in the backyard, all sorts of did fine, huh? and they did fine, no yeah. holes. Hmm. I recommend our hosta use the and it might might work under your tree. Oh, uh, uh, the shade tree, shade red flowers only blooms in the. Red bud? Bu- red bu- R- oh, no. in the fall? Oh, yeah. Fire, fire spike? Uh, yeah, fire spike. Oh, okay, yeah. Good going, Mills. We've talked about that before. That would be a good one because we could do hummingbirds, too. Yeah. And, and it kind of, it'll put up with some sun. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. put up with sun, but it like, it does good. No in cold, shade. though. What's that? Not, no cold? No, no it cold. goes down and oh, okay. freezes. All right. Uh, and it comes back. Oh, does it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That might be fun. And he also wrote. Although there's cats there, so they may not, they may like the hummingbirds. Okay. <laughs> Texas, he also recommends Texas Gold Columbine. And I'm happy to report yeah. that, uh, the, I, <laughs> in fact, uh, Trace made me go around and look at the plants that he bought. As Texas Gold Columbine, and of course they w- we talked about it the last couple of weekends. Uh, 
there's not a bloom on them uh, because they were planted for seed, from seed and it takes a year or so, a year or more for them to produce a bud, bloom bud. But these plants he's got, and the, the, the leaves are right. I mean, I went around and looked at them. The leaves are right. But he sold every one of them. Huh. When we talked yeah. about it on the radio. And he said he's going to buy some more. He, he thinks he can get some more. We aren't over-pitching the, the bloom possibilities. No, no. No, I've been saying they'll never, they'll not bloom this year because they're grown from seed last year, I guess. And they have to have about 70 degrees. That's how funny you bring that up, Milton. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, not that kind of funny. (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, Niels Howe on Texas Gold Columbine, as we all were, were when they were available. So these plants, if you get some some more, uh, I imagine people that know what Texas gold columbine look like and can do if you plant them in the right place on hugging a deciduous tree so they get sun in the winter and uh, uh, shade in the the summer. Uh, We'll plant some of these. And that uh, they, they'll they'll stay looking like they they do right now, and uh, just just put them in put them in in the ground in a well prepared bed, if you could, uh, hugging the base of a deciduous tree like a a red oak or uh, something like that, uh, so they can get sun in the winter, which they do their growing. Now you can. Uh, they also. Now, uh, you haven't it. said you expect them to bloom. No. No. So are you? Are we? You, you people yeah. are just planting them for yeah. the foliage. Yeah. Well, and the bloom next year. So you think they'll bloom next year? I know they will. Yeah. Huh. But uh, we're gonna well, have to, we're, we're gonna have to <laughs> we have to have some bets on this. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's no other. You don't think they'll bloom next year? <laughs> I, I, there's no other. I don't know that they'll. <laughs> there's no yeah. other sources since Calvin lost his. Yeah, we talked about that last week. And the seed, the seed, and we got that on PlantAnswers.com. But so if you want to try to Texas Gold Columbines again, and you've got a good location. Uh, we'll wait and see if uh, Trace gets some more in and uh, plant them now and uh, you might want to keep them well fertilized. Mine never but Bruce got the plants from Colorado planted them, they bloomed yeah. collected the seed but mine never survived had mm. to replant every year basically. Oh okay. Yeah, so that's why I'm a little leery of whether they're going to Well they're bloom. they're it's a. <laughs> I asked uh, Carol Abbott about that and some of Benny Simpson, and uh, he said they're they're a weak perennial. Yeah, for real weak. Yeah, so they depend on and even on the, in the wild, they depend on uh, seedlings for to uh, stay in the bed. So if you if you're going to grow Texas Gold Columbine. Uh, you can you can mulch it before before it blooms if you want to, 
But after it blooms and starts spreading the seed, you got to move that mulch away. Mm -hmm. Now in the wild, of course, they're uh, they just fall in the. They're actually growing in a riverbed. Oh, okay. Or, or stream bed, I guess I should say. But uh, the problem, the, the the deal is, he they have they're selling them as Texas Gold Columbine. But there's several. There's about four or five different columbines that have that same leaf. Uh, one called Longissima, lo longer uh, spines on it, and uh, of course the red one is uh, the little bitty red one mm -hmm. uh, has that same foliage. Now we we'll the, see how they the work. one uh, that we that was introduced at the very beginning of your of the promotions. Right. Now that one came kept coming back in my not at this uh, the house I live uh, yeah. now but the uh over yeah. there and but uh the, this uh, for the last few years I couldn't get any of them to come back. No. Nope. Had to renew replant new plants every year. Yeah. Like I said they c don't come back from the mother plant. They have to come back from seedling. Now the pasmores they they had the perfect place because I mean they would come back from seedlings every year. They had, uh, they kind of were in a low yeah uh, low area oh, where used to be time. a stream bed yeah yeah. But the problem I had with them, they wouldn't cull them. They missed Passmore especially. I forget our first name, but uh, K. K, that's right, that's right, good point. Look at him. He knows his stuff. Go back 30 years and he knows what's going on. Yeah, not yesterday. But <laughs> she, the, the Passmores were big master gardeners, too, oh, yeah. aren't they? Oh, yes. <laughs> and he's the one that grew the spinach for me. You know, when we lost the cold spinach seed, I said, I don't think you can grow that spinach from go grow seed to the cold spinach seed. And he just kind of looked at me, and then he brought a bag up of spinach, a cold spinach seed, some of which we had to send back to Arkansas. So the original breeder. Oh, my gosh. He lost it, too. Wow. <laughs> so the passport saved, uh, saved the whole species because they were using it for crosses. Oh, crosses okay. Crosses of spinach. And it was a good one. Uh but anyway, she would she would not pull a, any columbine up, even though she agreed to do that before I gave her the columbine. Anyway, that's what you have to put up with, Carter. Mm -hmm. uh, Were they the ones that acidified their soil? No. Was oh, it somebody else that used uh, lots of they had they had pine tree needles and stuff to? Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a different one. Different they, one, okay. They grew uh, azaleas. Oh wow, azaleas, yeah, but something else too, weren't they? Wasn't it? <laughs> In fact, I got a Stra wild strawberries. Yeah, I got a picture of the columbines blooming, the yellow of uh, Texas gold columbine blooming, in front of beautiful azalea bushes. Oh wow, that's full yeah. of full bloom. Red. That's confusing. <laughs> so uh, uh all right yeah 
All right, we need to take a break. All right, okay. we're going to take a quick break, uh, and uh, we want to take this second to remind you that we are recording today's show. Uh, we're at, um, of course, Millburgers is closed today, but we're back at the nursery. The nursery's open again tomorrow, Monday, and if you want to know what's on sale or if you want to know what activities are coming up or uh, David Rodriguez is going to be back and or when there's other presentations, you can go to millburgernursery.com. It's millburgernursery.com. But we're going to take a break. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. And we'd love to talk gardening with you. Just give us a call. Well, actually, see, yeah. I, see I did it. I wasn't paying attention, and I did it. No, don't give you us a call. That you, you, you can did call. that on purpose. I wish. <laughs> I'm trying to set Are my... Are you going to be able to say, don't give us a call? Don't give us a call. That's kind of ugly, isn't it? I know. It sounds mean. Suppose you, they want to give us a call. You can call Al. Oh. Call Al. Al. Yeah. <laughs> give Al a call. Okay. All right. The... Uh, we're talking about uh, planting new annual or perennial transplants and uh, the way to kick, kick them off and get them going is periodically water with a high-soluble, uh, high-nitrogen fertilizer weekly for several feedings. Uh, and with all this dry weather and wind, or the winds we've been having, the... Uh, you're gonna to have to. We talked. We talked about that in, in the last couple of droughts we've had. Is that you've got to water that root ball, the base, base for almost two years. Well, for two years in a row. You know, if you I noticed with my uh, viburnums that were frozen back mm -hmm. and then had kind of recovered. Yeah. Um, I noticed they were. Getting a little dry, so you—they're pretty vulnerable. Those uh, recover, recovering yeah, plants, right? You don't want to let them go far. And then, as Jerry has mentioned uh, uh, several times, hollies and some of the others, even viburnums, don't let you know. Yeah, they don't wilt when they're when they're on the edge of being in really damaged by the dry weather. So, if, if you got some out there, you might want to put the yeah, of course, hand watering is is uh, uh, available anytime. You can do that, but uh, you can just put the the hose there, mm -hmm. uh, or doing your designated uh, a drip line around the those plants. But they do need some water at the base for those plants too. Yeah, uh, normal. <coughs> no, uh, you we used to talk talk about people never watering the plant at at the base because it rotted off. But uh, yeah, water out there at the, like at the drip line. <laughs> it seems like uh, we often change our recommendations. Yeah. Scout. We learn, <laughs> learn things. You know, um, uh, mentioning we haven't talked a lot about vegetables other than the tomato situation. Oh yeah. Uh, when can we plant uh, uh, okra? Okra. <laughs> Who would want to plant okra? <laughs> Uh, I, th I think I uh, think I think 
uh, May first. Millburger still has some uh, Oscar okra mm. in packets. So it's it's going to be older, but it's a, a very good okra, and uh, you can help us save seed of it. Just uh, uh, I haven't had good luck with that. Well, if you people. don't, if you're interested in. Twelve foot tall plants don't <laughs> don't plant Oscar, but if you're interested in a reasonable sized plant, very productive, easy to harvest. You want to try try the Oscar okra. Yeah. What do you think is uh? Don't plant. This is you a, said don't a, plant Malcolm's uh, Beck's big yeah. okra. That's the one that yeah that don't that got you twelve fourteen one. feet tall. Well, well, a lot of the traditional. Okras, the seed pack okras are pretty yeah. tall, too. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, Clemson's Finals is what most people use. You know where that came from, Milton? Clemson? University, that's okay. right. It's probably the one most widely planted okra right? in the world. But uh, it's on all the sage racks. But uh, Oscar is, uh, is <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the the people person that gave it to me said he was in the military, and uh, that it was smuggled in in the shoe of a soldier from Germany. Oh my gosh, that's the story. Well, probably get arrested. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been here too long. So they'll, they'll be quizzing us on whether we're part of the, huh? yeah. the Russian. Invasion or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a picture of, uh, to show the size of it, how tall it is, of David Rodriguez sitting, standing in the middle. Twice as tall as David. Or, yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> this is the Clemson or this is the Bex? Beck. No, this yeah. is the, uh, this is Oscar. Oh, Oscar, okay. Because, yeah. uh, David and his, uh, Kids over to a uh, botanical garden grew some plants and never harvested it. Oh, and saved the seed because uh, saving this seed is becoming difficult. You know, of, of all these different plants. Yeah, we got a we got a group of volunteers from our listeners who have agreed to plant the real gold, Grande Gold, and save the seed. Yeah, I've still got my one. Plant growing in a tanner. Oh, is that right? Tanner, yeah. I have to get a couple of. Did, did the. Uh, um, yeah, they came up. How about how about the uh, oh, mild, uh, the Tam mild peppers uh, the or, any, or the jalapenos, anything? Yeah, good? they came up good. Miss Nether is, uh, she's passed, Nether. Uh, she sent me some seed. That what I never wanted it hot, uh, Le Joe's, which we called the big, big, uh, basically it was a Tam Mile 2. But uh, right at the last, she sent me a packet of the uh-huh. hot. And when she said hot, she meant hot. It's hot. It's really hot. And so uh, she sent me some seed of that. And that's what I planted. Been in the refrigerator, man. Yeah, I know. Your refrigerator. 
<laughs> well, I probably would prefer the not hot. Not hot, yeah. Well, I remember Jerry when we were first introduced him was bragging that the restaurants loved them because they yeah they were so easy to stuff and you could do them. They had the jalapeno flavor without the heat. Well, the yeah, tan mild, yeah. Uh, or even the Lejo, I thought too. Yeah. No, it was just a tan mild. Both of them. Well, yeah, that's the same thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Tam Lejo is Ms. Nethery's selection of Tam Mild, too. Oh, but that's the... Okay, but is it mild or hot? And then she just got It's mild. Some, okay, that's what I thought. All right. And uh, that's right. Every now and then, she would get a hot one. Yeah. A really hot one. And that's what this seed is that we're going to get. And uh, <laughs> I was glad it came up, but uh, so Trace could get uh, something hot. Yeah, Trace likes that. Yeah. We, we didn't get any reports, did we, on people uh, planting uh, the summer squash and or, or the uh, tatuma? ma- tatumas, did we? <laughs> I, we hadn't heard from anybody. Yeah. They, they probably should get those in the ground pretty mm. quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Pretty quick. Uh, 97 not, degrees is Yeah, not, that's going to yeah. bring everything up. But uh, anyway, uh, water in those... Uh, Water and those newly planted, I, I know a lot of people replace shrubs and uh, a lot of their plant material after those hard freezes that we had. And you you got to take extra precautions to water those things for at least two years mm. during a drought. And I I love my little little wrap-around Oh, yeah, sprinkler. your tree-hugger sprinkler? Tree-hugger sprinkler. Uh, I've been watering my citrus with it, and just all I have to do is barely turn the water on. Yeah, and you're getting the... Now, the problem is sometimes I forget to turn it off. No. That surprises and, me. And I think about it, I think about it about 2 o'clock in the morning. You're going to have people over at your house then. <laughs> so do you get up and turn it off? or you just? I have done that. Uh-huh. But, uh, He's up at two anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's uh, it's pretty efficient in, in terms of oh, water. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. Wooden. Now how, how, thick, how uh, thick is the trunk of your citrus? Does oh, it wrap it's, it's one of the, one, the, the okitsu stump is too big for it to wrap around. All right, I will see if so I can. I, no, I don't want another. So I just kind of put it halfway around. Oh, did you ever find your Beck's big that you were going to loan me so my gassy tree wasn't under stress? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the Beck's uh, blaster. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I know where it is, Milton. I can get within three feet of it. Oh, dear. There's stuff in front of it that you have to move. Huh? Uh, in the garage. Okay. There's people been lost in the garage. <laughs> like your refrigerator, we're different. When you go in my garage, we tie a rope on your belt so you can and find There's them. loose ends of ropes uh. that kind of stick out from That's the, right, the, yeah, the, we're the, the various piles. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's. Uh, we, uh, but it's very important, uh, people, uh, that you water them at the base and I would say weekly uh, during this drought. Well, if it's yeah, this droughty weather. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> the soil is big time dry, solid dry. It's dry. 
And so we're, ta- and we're talking. Soak uh, it. We're talking about uh, soils that don't 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 have a huge reservoir either. No, no. Uh-uh. So they they uh, you give them a nice treatment like we're talking about here with that uh, light uh, drip watering, mm-hmm. but still you got doesn't last long. It's like a little bit like a container. Yeah, yeah. Well, containers dry out pretty quick. But anyway, uh, and they're talking about uh, fertilizing the lawn. Uh, now's about the, well, no, it's not time to Two weeks. fertilize the lawn. A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks at least, yeah. Well, <laughs> We always say after you mowed it twice. Twice, real, real grass twice. Yeah, but the problem with it, with that is, with this dry weather, we're not going <laughs> to, we're, we're going to be straining to mow twice. Mm. The grass is just not, not growing. And uh, so. Do we have any rain in the forecast? I didn't see any. Yeah. I just hope we get another two tents. You're gonna you, you keep making that happen. <laughs> Dennis is right. <laughs> but uh if if you <laughs> if you if the grass does if we happen to get some rain and the grass starts growing and we have to mow it, mow the grass a couple of times, then you definitely wanna use a uh, a fertilizer with uh, half of it or more that's nitrogen in a slow release form uh, because uh, you want it to be released all during the summer and up to fall and uh, that same type of all nitrogen food will work for most of your other plants including trees, shrubs, ground cover, and even annual and perennial flowers or vegetables. So uh, you want you want to use something with a slow release formulation in it. And if it doesn't <coughs> if it doesn't uh, rain much, and uh, we keep keep saying in this drought, uh, you might want to drop back on the amount of fertilizer you put on that lawn. Because mm. it's a salt. Fertilizer is a salt, which will even dry things out faster. Oh, wow. Okay. But <clears throat> we'll have to deal with it. Okay. Well, we got about a, a minute and a half. Uh, okay. Yeah. And as far as planting things that... Uh, Planting things that warm season annuals. Uh, Neil recommends marigolds. I don't like marigolds. I don't so like uh, they're spider around here. Uh, yeah, you like if you like spider mites, plant <laughs> plant the marigolds. And guess what he recommends too, Milton? Uh, zinnias. There you go. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't recommend I zinnias? I don't know. And uh, cosmos, cosmos. Is a good, good uh, wildflower to, to yeah. Well, that's one we always recommend if you want to uh, maintain the color, yeah. color action while you're waiting for your wildflowers to 
mature their seed. Mm-hmm. Now this, <laughs> this year they're they're going to be maturing their seed pretty quick, and there's not going to be a lot of seed. But <laughs> All right. Okay, about thirty seconds. You want to? So but the, the deal with Cosmos is the le- after you get watered up and get it growing, the less water you put on it, the better. Yeah. All right. We're it's also a good butterfly nectar yeah. source. Oh, yeah. All right. We've run out of time. We want to wish no. you and your family a very happy Easter. Uh, and we will hope you'll come by to Millburgers and visit with us next week. Uh, I'm Milton Glick on behalf of the docs. Thanks to you for listening. Happy Easter. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>